Today, we'll learn about Dhamma. In this world, there are more people who talk than people who take action. The people that like to criticize and ridicule others are people who don't have real knowledge about what they are saying. It can be compared to a bamboo tube that has no water in it. When it's hit, it makes a loud sound. And this is like the words of people who don't know clearly according to truth. But they like to criticize and ridicule others according to their own misunderstandings. They are like the blind man feeling the elephant. Let us look at the story behind this. On one occasion, when the Buddha was staying in Jetavana Monastery in the city of Sawati, there were many Brahmins and ascetics who resided in the city of Sawati. They taught Dhamma according to the teachings in their respective sects. Each sect taught in different ways. These ascetics and Brahmins were quarreling, disputing and arguing with each other, saying, such is Dhamma, such is not Dhamma. The other sect would say, ours is Dhamma, yours is not Dhamma. The Dhamma is like this. The monks who were staying at Sawati heard this and told this to the Buddha. The Buddha taught them, Bhikkhus, the wanderers from other sects are blind without vision, so they don't know what is of benefit, what is not of benefit. They don't know what is Dhamma, they don't know what is not Dhamma. When they don't know the truth in this way, then they have disagreements quarrel with each other and attack each other with their sharp tongues. And the Buddha said that in the past it had also been this way in the city of Sawati. There was a king who ordered a certain man saying, Young man, go and find all the blind people in the city of Sawati and gather them all together. The man followed the order and led all the blind men in Sawati to see the king. He said, I have assembled all the blind men in Sawati, your majesty. The king then said, then show an elephant to all these blind men. He would let the blind men touch the elephant so they would know what an elephant is like. The young man brought the elephant out and the blind men were brought out in groups to touch the elephant so they would know for themselves. The first blind man went to touch the elephant and felt the elephant's head and said, Oh, so this is an elephant. The second person felt the elephant's ear and said, Oh, so this is an elephant. The third person felt the elephant's tusk and said, Oh, I understand, so this is an elephant. The fourth person felt the elephant's trunk and understood, Oh, so this is an elephant. The next person felt the elephant's body and said, Oh, so this is an elephant. The next person felt the elephant's foot and said, Oh, so this is an elephant. The next person felt the elephant's thigh and said, Oh, so this is an elephant. He knew clearly in his heart. The next person felt the top of the elephant's tail and smiled. Oh, I understand. I will win this. The others can't compete. I have touched the elephant and know what it is. The next person felt the tip of the elephant's tail and smiled even more and understood clearly he had touched and knew what an elephant was like. So after they had touched and felt the elephant, then the king asked them, So, 
You have all touched the elephant. You know what it is. You have an opinion of what an elephant is. You've seen the elephant through touching it. You've seen it, right? Yes, Your Majesty, we did see the elephant. Now the king asked the first group of blind people, what is an elephant like? The first group who had felt the elephant's head said confidently, the elephant is much like a pot, Your Majesty. The elephant is like a pot. The next person who had felt the elephant's ear said, an elephant is like a basket. The next person who had felt the elephant's tusk said that an elephant is like a plowshare. The next person who had felt the elephant's trunk said the elephant is like a plow pole. The next person who had felt the elephant's body was certain because he had felt this before. He said an elephant is like a granary. The next person who had felt the elephant's foot, he smiled because he knew he couldn't be wrong. He was definitely right. He said an elephant is like a pillar. The next person who had felt the elephant's thigh said an elephant is like a mortar. The next person who had felt the top of the elephant's tail smiled and knew he would win. He said an elephant is like a pestle, your majesty. The next person who had felt the tip of the elephant's tail thought the others were wrong and he was right. He said an elephant is like a broom. Each person in each of their groups was sure that they were right and they argued and quarreled that an elephant is like this. An elephant is not like that. The king was pleased. He knew that the different groups of blind people didn't know what an elephant is at all. The Buddha told this story to explain that the wanderers from other sects are like blind and are without vision. They don't know what is Dhamma, what is not Dhamma. They argue and quarrel. They don't know the true path to the ending of suffering. They don't know what is of benefit and what is not of benefit. The Buddha said these ascetics and Brahmins are attached to their views and can't find the true meaning. They have knowing of only one side. Each of them argue and quarrel, and this has no benefit at all, because they don't know clearly. They were people who didn't have true knowing. They only knew on a superficial level, only knew one side. And they say they know the truth, which is like a blind person knowing the elephant. They don't see in an all-encompassing way. They decide wrongly and make mistakes, but they believe that they have clear understanding. Even in the present day, there are many teachers who teach on meditation. Even in Thailand, there are many different traditions who teach. They say, my teacher teaches like this. My teacher teaches like that. My teacher is vipassana, insight, meditation. My teacher is Samatha, calm meditation. They argue like this. When they practice and then they meet, they argue and dispute, even when they are of the same tradition. This person does Samatha, that person is doing Vipassana. They say the Samatha person doesn't have Vipassana, they don't understand clearly. The person whose mind is still and peaceful, they say that that person doesn't have Samadhi. Others say, I am higher because I do vipassana, samatha is lower, it's just samadhi. 
Here, Venerable Ajahn Chah understood about Samatha and Vipassana. They go together. When you pick up a piece of wood, it has the end and the shaft. They are together. It is one. When you do Samatha, it has Vipassana within it. Vipassana needs to be supported by Samatha. It is needed as a foundation in order for clear insight to arise. If it's only Vipassana, then it won't be insight but in thinking, that is, using thinking but not knowing the truth, not knowing clearly, not having insight, because one doesn't have Samatha. The Noble Eightfold Path needs to be complete. It needs all of Sama Samadhi, right concentration, Sama Sati, right mindfulness, and Sama Titi, right view. They all need to go together. It needs Sama Titi. It needs wisdom too. And it needs a mind that is firm and one-pointed. It needs mindfulness too. They all have to be included. It's not just Samadhi only with no wisdom. It won't get anywhere then. If it's only wisdom then it won't be true wisdom, but just coming from memory and thinking. Dhamma practitioners need to have understanding here, then they won't argue about the Dhamma practice and meditation. There is no need to argue within the teachings of different traditions. Each of the traditions say they are right, but in reality it comes down to having mindfulness, having Sama Samadhi, and beginning with Samaditi. It all comes together as a Noble Eightfold Path. It is one and all included within the Noble Eightfold Path. It develops until we can know and see the Dhamma. If we see clearly into the Dhamma, then we won't have any arguments. And for the other things outside of Dhamma practice, even if we have different views, we don't argue and try to win over others. This is the Dhamma that leads to love for others and having harmony with each other. May we be determined in our Dhamma practice. May you all grow in blessings.